Can you play us on, Eric? No? No, I'm, 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 <laughs> I got nothing over here. I got a snow globe. Say, he, oh, I don't really know what that is. Oh, it's a mouse. What is that? It's a mouse. Ah! Like, this is the guy. Let me jump yes. on my chair. That's a very fancy looking mouse. Come on. What episode is this, Chad? At long last, episode number 170. The Flappercast. Oh, we're finally getting into double digits. Yeah, so two of us are in remote locations. Right? Let's call it witless protection. Witless protection, go. okay. So, so how's everybody doing? Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not talking to you, Eric. <laughs> we know. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell. Everything, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yes, it, it, yes it I'm is. I'm at my parents' house over in Kyle. Kyle, Texas, south of Austin. They are they are they are they are leaving this life behind to become uh, traveling uh, gypsies. Um, so they are they are they are they are liquidating all of their uh, belongings. So I came over to take what's rightfully mine as the second son, and I'm taking all the Christmas plates. So, of course, I would expect nothing less. You should show show us the Christmas plates next week. You should show us uh, the Christmas plates. Yeah, they're all packed up right now. But I'll, I'll, I'll we'll have a we'll have a showing, and uh, they have a, they have this cool little this cool this cool little bar thing that um they look like a bar cart, like an old school bar cart from like the sixties or something like that. So I'm taking that too. So oh, cool. Yeah, nice, excellent. I'm, I, I'm, Eric, I'm going to gift you. A uh, back in the nineties, in the early nineties, I believe it was, there was a there was an Elvis plate collection thing that they they'd have on, you know, commemorative plate that was supposed to uh, supposed to be some you know collectors' items, and you collect them all, blah blah blah. I think I did collect them all, and uh, most of them were hmm. gifts. But uh, I'm going to give you the Elvis the Christmas Elvis Presley plate to go with your. Let's go with you your, the other Christmas plates. I think it'd be a fine addition. It will not be a blue Christmas this year. That's correct. <laughs> I just want—I want you guys to know that, uh, that it is—it is technically Tuesday, and it's also the anniversary of Ronnie James Dio uh, passing away. So, moment of silence, and there goes a moment. Should, so, should, should how many years look, has this been now? Should we all look out? Uh, he died. Yeah, really. Look out! Yeah. Look out! Look out, look evil out. woman tonight. Yeah. No, he uh, – uh, 2010, actually, 2010. Okay. In, in Houston. Yeah. In, Houston. in Houston. Yeah, born in, born in New Hampshire and died in Houston. So we have that – me and Ronnie have that, that tight connection. Oh. Yeah, yeah. you're not yeah. dead, though. Well, when? <laughs> <laughs> no, stop, stop, stop exciting me on a Tuesday morning. Uh, um, so uh, so where, where are you, Patrick? Where am I? I'm I'm up in a, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a tree house. I'm in a. There's just nothing but trees, trees and bees, and uh, yeah. He's putting the old back in country. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, just just uh, just you know hitting the throttle as they say. You know, just doing nothing. Um, but I, I can't forget. We we, we can't forget. Uh, we, we had a great time with Larry. Uh, Blackwell at the uh, at the Ashford, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, if you're into crawfish, that kind of thing, which is an incredible um, crawfish. What, what was it? A cook off? 
Mm-hmm. Just, uh, just I, I've never seen so many competitors in in, in a in a parking lot, man. That was huge. I, I, I had no idea. I mean, I, I knew how, how how huge this crawfish thing is down down here. I I, I don't eat the things. Um, <laughs> throughout the day, just people hand to me, "Hey, here, have some crawfish." I was like, "No, thanks." If I want to eat out of the trash, I'll go to the, the can. But no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I've never been a crawfish person. Even, yeah, even I like spicy. I, I like spicy, and I like to eat. You know, but, but that's just so much work for such a little payoff. You know, yeah. And uh, but, but, I, you know, but yeah, the, 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 those people were really into it. Asher has done these these crawfish boils before, which we've we wanted to get in on, and uh, I guess the, the timing never really worked out. But but uh, Sue suggested this one, and and uh, we jumped for it, obviously, because it's been it's been a while since we played the Ashford anyway. But the turnout was fantastic. I mean, it was unusual because it was 1 p.m. show in the afternoon, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m., which is uh, quite early for us and quite early for some of our fans, too. But the turnout was fantastic, and it was one of the best turnouts we've had at Ashford. It was standing room only. People were just having a great time. Inside and out, too. I mean, you know, obviously the, the crawfish yeah. were, were, were um, being cooked outside, but the, just the amount of tents and the traffic through the place was phenomenal. Sue. Pam, Sam, uh, all the crew did a wonderful job uh, just putting this whole thing together. Um, that was great. And then Larry yeah. had, we had a birthday for, for Larry had his birthday there and made this obscene cake, just a, a pirate ship cake. Uh, it, it was the, huge. The, the size of a motor scooter, Amazing. you know, the size of a, yeah. you know, like a, a Segway, if you will. But uh, he uh, uh, just, what, what what a talent that guy is! Um, yeah. So, so just you know, and 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 he he's that was his thirty third show. I want to say consecutive Blackguard show. He's been to everything within <laughs> everything within four hundred miles of Houston. He's been to the last thirty three shows. So he had stickers yeah. made up, and he's been putting you know. So uh, yeah. but again, not you know, not just a not just a great you know friend of the bands, but. You know, I, I, a friend of ours. You know, he's been making. He made rum, whiskey, beer for the lads, and mm-hmm. uh, just uh, you know. And then, of course, you know, to give us the Aggie pin from his from his band days. Big, big, big honor. And and the, anyway, so just you know, lovely to share that with him. And uh, uh, Judy, Judy made it out. Uh, uh, Judy mm-hmm. Ninja Sampieri. She she just, yes. <laughs> she just appears. <laughs> So how the hell did you do that? She just shows up smiling on a chair somewhere, and then, um, uh, yeah. and then of course you know uh, Declan, you know to have uh, Declan done in there with my car, and you know the the, the Jack Law, the gang of rowdies, man, just yeah, so great to see such a. It was funny because we we mentioned Declan on the show just last week. And yeah. There he was. Yeah. Well, we've got some new dates too for the yeah. summer tour. Yeah, boy, this 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 thing is shaping up. This is um, well. So, so uh, week after next, we're we're that uh, this coming Saturday, boys and girls, we're going to be the Heights in Houston, Texas, and mm-hmm. uh, this looks like a fun fun thing. It's going to be outdoors. It's going to be um, uh, a lot of fun. Like it's just the the turnouts for the last shows have been fantastic. So we're hoping mm-hmm. to see all your smiling little little heads there. And uh, is it a free show? It's a free. Do you show. believe it? It's another free show. All ages, three p.m. in the afternoon. All yeah. ages. So then, after that, we take off. We uh, we pick up young Heidi Riggs. 
from Phoenix, Arizona, the airport. We drive to Arkansas, to Memphis, to North Carolina, to Philly, to Maryland, to Philly, to Philly, mm-hmm. <laughs> and da- then down to Fredericksburg, Virginia, to uh, our first time in uh, Nashville, then to Birmingham, Alabama, and then home. So we got a busy, busy, busy schedule. God, we, we uh, just, just, uh, and then the summer tour is looking great too. You know, we're doing the week in, in, uh, actually, so we start in T-Bone Toms in, in Kima. And then we, uh, we head the next day to, to San Angelo and we play at the Dead Horse first time there. And then we go out and we pick up again. We pick up young Heidi Riggs in Phoenix and we play at the Irish Wolfhound just north of Phoenix. And, uh, then we take off. We do a week at Mandalay Bay in v- Las Vegas where a lot of you are coming, and uh, th- that, that's going to be a riot. The aforementioned, uh, Lord, look at that. Genius Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, and then, uh, and, and then off, out, out to California and back to, you know, we're, we're, we, we do have some dates that we're trying to fill in, in and around that time. So we're going to be doing some, some traveling there, but we do have, we have uh, San Diego and Santa Cruz nailed down. I'm working on the rest of those dates today. So hopefully they'll be on there. So if you haven't signed up on the mailing list, now is the time. And and again, not to beat it at Dead Horse because we're going to play the Dead Horse in San Angelo. But um, the we, t- t- today will actually be rather quick because our, our uh, young Eric C. Hughes is helping his uh, his uh, lovely folks get ready for their journey up north. And uh, so we're we're under the gun today as far as time goes. But we do want to kill some songs. We also want to. Uh, we also want to thank you know, some people. Uh, we got a lovely email from uh, one of Eric's friends up in Chicago. Yeah, Courtney, uh, who's been a, been a, a diehard Slappercast fan for, I think, for probably the whole time that Eric's been on the show, at least. And uh, she sent us, well, here, I'll just read you her email. She messaged us the other day. I said, uh, in response to the, t- the last mailer I sent out, which has the tour schedule on it. So that's quite the touring schedule, guys. I'm dropping a little green in the mail to you this week for road sodas or coffee for gas. I love Slappercast and have a few songs in mind to kill as well. And uh, so I wrote back and said, thanks. So, yeah, tell us what songs you want to kill. So she sent me a list, which will will of three songs uh, from, from all from Chicago-based bands, oh. uh, which we can, we can get to, I guess, after we kill the songs that we want to kill, right? Or do you want to do it now? Sure, whatever. What you got? What you got? We're easy like a Tuesday morning. She, she says, "I'm keeping the killing to Chicago bands." Uh, number one is Sticks. Too much time in my hands. Yes. She says, "Watch the video for a good laugh." The beginning. <laughs> uh, not a bad one. <laughs> uh, Survivor, Eye of yes. the Tiger. She said, "If we already killed it, kill it again." <laughs> Yeah, we used to play that as a joke in the yeah. middle of um, Slappers, was it? Yeah. Uh, and this one I totally agree with. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Tonight, Tonight. Yes. And I don't Yeah. I don't know that. So, yeah, she, she knew you were going to react. <laughs> she says, don't get me started on Billy Corgan. I can already hear ECH defending Jimmy Chamberlain. Okay, I'll give you that. But as soon as that song comes on the radio, I can't reach for the dial fast enough. My, she says, my mom was at a restaurant in Chicago and had Jimmy sign an autograph for me. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Too funny. Very cool. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I've never been a Sticks fan. Um, 
I, uh, I, I always thought the players in the band, much like Journey, were great. I thought there was a lot of great uh, – um, just they really have had top-notch players come through, and, and you can't deny their success. However, I just cannot mm-hmm. take that fucking vocals. Um, um, yeah. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, so I'm wholeheartedly on board with that. I of the Tiger, yes, definitely. I, and I have to say that it's more of an overplayed thing for me because I, di- I, I really do think that it's one of those songs, I, you know, if you were to be in a, you know, in a, a boxing gym or a thing and that song was to come on, it will actually make the, the, the weight, you know, the extra weight come on the dumbbell or the, the, you know, the people do get pumped for that song. So I, you know, but at the same time, so many times hurt it just yeah i i, I agree and then uh and and, and fucking smashing pumpkins good god i never understood any of that shit i never understood i i can't take his voice i can't take any of the fucking songs i just i'm 100 percent behind that just oh, yes yes all yes yeah yeah that's one of those bands it's where i just can't get past the vocals and it's it, it's he, I, yeah I don't get it that it, where he just sounds like he's trying not to sound good you know yeah he, like he's deliberately trying to be annoying and I, I don't I just don't get it and ECH what's your um, take on the Smashing Pumpkins um so all three bands I mean Survivor was one of those bands that was like like that song came out and they were like tough and then they got rid of the lead singer and then they became like a ballad band in the 80s if you listen to the the rest of survivors output with that other singer who sort of sounds like the original singer. It's, it's, it's very poppy, very like, uh. and then I think that guy actually came back. The other guy, I don't know what the story is behind that, but the other guy, the original guy came back into the band. So I think if, if they're touring to this day, which they probably are somewhere, I think it's the original singer, but yeah, that song has been way, way overplayed and, they actually have sure. better songs than that. Even that first record is. Yeah, I had that record as a kid, and there were actually better songs than that on that record. But obviously, that was the one they used for the movie, for the Rocky movie, and whatever. Sticks yeah. again, like you said about it's. You're 100 percent right, Patrick. I don't say that very often, but you don't say it enough. I do. <laughs> great players, great players in the band. Um, I could take a handful of their songs, though. You know. I, I prefer Tommy Shaw's voice to Dennis Young's voice, though, because he's got more of a, a rock voice, I think. And then what was the last Yeah, night? I was going to say, yeah. it's funny because I'm not a Sticks fan either, but Too Much Time on My Hands is probably the only song of theirs that I actually kind of like. Because <laughs> the rest of them are, like, the, the, the ones I know anyway are all ballads, all the Dennis Young ballad crap, which they, they eventually fired him because they were sick of playing his ballads. Yeah. And and Mr. Roboto, of course, which, which actually Larry, incidentally... Said, told told me on, on Saturday that he wanted to kill that song, Mr. Roboto, oh. by wow. Six. Good Which move. I, I wouldn't wouldn't have occurred to me, even though that was really when it first came out. It was played like crazy, and I remember every every morning on the way to school when my mom yeah. was dropping me off at school, I would we would hear it on the radio, and it would everybody was talking about because it, it was just so weird. Uh, well, it's supposed to be like a concept album too. The whole that whole album, yeah, yeah. concept record for them, and look how that yeah. turned out. I mean, their current drummer, Todd Suckerman, is fucking amazing. I mean, he's a great guy. And he's yeah. a great – he lives up here, over here in Austin. Um, and I, I know him a little bit, but um, a great player and, and a great drummer. And that band is actually – they're still touring. And they're – like you said, the band is really fucking good. But 
Yeah, that song can go to shit. I don't care about that song. And this Smashing Pumpkins, Jimmy Chamberlain, again, another great drummer. Uh, but like what Patrick said, I just don't understand it. It's one of those bands when they came out, I'm like, what is this supposed to be? I don't, I can't tell if it's, are they a hard rock band or are they a metal band? Or are they an alternative band? And of course, uh, Billy Corgan's voice is, is, is the worst. The worst. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it strikes me as one of those songwriters who he, he really should have had somebody else in the band saying other than himself, but he insisted on doing it himself. Well, I, I, yeah. Again, I, I'm not up on, I'm, I, I'm not up on my history of sticks, my, my, my sixty, if you will. I, I don't know anything about the band. I do know that Todd Suckerman is probably one of the most fun drummers to watch. I put him and Mickey D from Motorhead. Um, Nico, of course, just because I grew up with Nico and, but just as far as showman is, as far as you know, people playing behind the drum kit that you could just to put the camera on them and leave them on for the whole show. He's not a flamboyant player, but he's just one of those players that just makes it look so fucking easy. But when you hear what's yeah. coming out, there's just so much happening beneath the surface. You know, imagine, imagine if you will, a current on a river, but the top is still. You know, it's just it, he's he's such a such a economical player, but so much fun to watch. And it. I digress. Um, and then one, and one of the guys, one, one of the last thing we'll say about this is one of the guys that actually still plays traditional grip, which a lot of drummers play like this, both hands doing the same thing. We call this matched grip, but traditional grip is like what the old school jazz guys used to play where the left hand is kind of at an angle. And he plays that hard rock music like that. And he's always got that thing coming down and it's, it's, it's a treat to watch him. And, and if you go on his social media, he usually has a camera on him during a live show, so you can really kind of hear what he's doing. And, and like like Patrick says, it's there's a lot going on that you don't. If you were just watching the whole band, you'd be like, "Oh, that's cool." But when you watch it at the drums, it's like, "Oh, that's really cool." I can actually see what he's what he what he's doing there. So yeah, great drummer, great guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, and somebody that lives for the song is is, is what you, we just a dream for a rock and roll band. Somebody that lives for that, you know, you can just tell that everything he's his heart is poured into that, you know, whatever he's doing. Um, uh, I did hear, like I said, I, I I'm not up to, I don't know this to be true, but I do know that I heard that uh, some of those stick shows they 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 ha- they had to follow these bands, you know, these hard rock bands, and then they had to come out and you know do the stupid costumes and the the, the rock opera songs and the. You know all this shit that Dennis DeYoung had dreamt up, and I just could not imagine having this stuff, this kind of stuff in the tank, this kind of music in the tank, and then having to go and essentially put on a pantomime, you know, a rock pantomime. I would just kill myself, just hang over a rope, you know. I, not not for me, not for me. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all for killing that stuff. And then of course I, I did hear that Dennis DeYoung stopped touring because of light sensitivity. You know the stage lights were bothering them. I said, "Son, you need to be a, a librarian. <laughs> you need to fuck right off and do not, co- you know." Again, no offense, librarians. I know you're a lot tougher than Dennis DeYoung. I just mean, you know, you don't need to be in rock and roll. So that said, that said, I've been dying to kill this song. Can I kill a song, please? Yeah, go for it. So listening to a lot of uh, uh, LPs, vinyls. Kids, those are the big, big, big black biscuits that you don't eat. Um, uh, cookies, um, and uh, I, I came across a record 
um, an old record, and it was a Judas Priest record, and it has a song called Turbo Lover on it. Yeah. And when I when I first heard the the, the title, I said, "Oh, I'd like to kill that song." I, I was a kid, and then I heard this. I heard you know, I was like, "This can't. Th- there's got to be. There's got to be a gag. There's got to be some. There's zero, nothing, zero, absolute zilch, nothing in this record that's worth anything. There's nothing. There's not a moment in the song. There's not a glimpse of rock and roll. It's awful. And for a band that, you know, again, wrote such anthems as, you know, living after midnight, you know, breaking the law, that kind of stuff, you know, to put that shit out. Yeah. So I've just been dying to kill that song and I feel better. I feel better already. Uh, We talked about this on Saturday, Chad. Um, uh, Friends in Low Places by Mr. Garth Brooks. That's I've had it with that song. And, 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 and to Garth's credit, he's got plenty of other actually very good songs. I mean, I, I put him kind of in that, in that early, the early Garth, the early, um, Alan Jackson, some of the Clint Black stuff. There's some, actually some decent country music from, from the, from the, uh, from the, um, that era, but that song, ugh, what a piece of shit. It's just like, yeah. it's like, so I, I, so if I dr- drink champagne, I'm not cool enough now. I mean, I like champagne. I not feel self conscious about drinking champagne because Garth's, you know, Garth, all of Garth's friends Look are at- you know wearing cowboy and drinking beer. I mean, can't we just get along, fucking people? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, but again, it's one of those formulaic. You know, I found a, I found a a, a, a a saying or a motto or something, and I changed it around to to, to something else, and now it's a. A fucking number one song for a thousand yeah. years. No, yeah, I'm, no, I'm with happy you. for a success, but that, that song, yeah. fucking, yeah, a good writer, good writer, good singer, great performer. You know, kind of yeah. like kind of like the Bruce Springsteen of the country. You know, the 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 country yeah. music. You know, just you know, great performer. Always had a great band. Always, you know, never never mailed it in. Uh, what was it, Chris Gaines? That was probably a mail in. Oh that yeah, was, yeah, that yeah. Was probably a. You know, but at the same time, you've got you've got somebody that can write a song, sing it, deliver it, and you know, and 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 just yeah, I, I, I great great talent, but yeah, that song can can take a great fucking dump. Is is a great. <laughs> it usually does when it's been played. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Garth. All right. Good. So. Uh... Bare Naked Ladies, One Week. It's the one with all the rapping in the middle of it. I, we did. I promise no, we, you, you've heard it a thousand times. Yeah, we didn't already kill this one. I haven't killed it. I think I think we talked about it. I think we talked about it at O'Bannon, so yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, we did. Yeah, for sure. Somewhere, and you were like, this fucking song. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. song. Yeah. It's yeah. aggravating, and it's like, I don't think there's one gig we've played anywhere where that hasn't, that it hasn't come on the jukebox at one time during the night, at least once. Well, that tells you a lot about the song. Yeah, it tells you a lot about that song. Like, there's definitely some kind of like hooky, earwormy thing to it, which is great for them, but terrible for the rest of us. So we have to to sit through that and listen to that song. I think I'm familiar with it, but I if 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 you say if you say there's rap in it, I take your word for it, and I and I and I'm I'm uh, accomplice in the in the killing. So I'm easy with that. Um, Yeah, I like. Their first record, Gordon, I really enjoyed that record. That was my introduction to them. Although it's got that song, If I Had a Million Dollars on it, which is a shitty, I hate that fucking song. 
but the rest of the song, the rest of the album is kind of <laughs> clever and funny. And a lot of the songs are kind of poignant. And for being a young band, I thought, wow, this shit's really cool. But then every record after that, I've despised. So that first record, I like. If you, if you want to listen to a cool record, go find Gordon by Bare Naked Ladies. It's fun. Um, it's a it's pop. It's a good pop record. But the rest of that shit. Okay, down, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna on, on, on that on that note, on that note, saying to go find a good record. What would be? Give me. This might be difficult. Give me a band that people would not be familiar with. A good record that you like, that they should go listen to. Even a song, a good a good band under you know a band that's maybe not you know it's definitely not mainstream that people. Uh, our Slappercast family would maybe not know that they, they could go and listen to right now and kind of get get not just a feeling of you know uh, you know a, um, a sense of your taste, but you know what I mean. And oh just uh, just because I, I was I was just thinking about that when you said that, so I'm going to start. I give you gives give you a chance to, uh, to 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 reel one in there. I've talked about them before on the show, but Madness did not get the they did not get the airplay that they got in Europe and they're huge in Europe and they're, they're okay. And you probably know our house, which like the song or not, it's a genius song just because I come from a big family and I could relate to every fucking word in the song. And it's just, it's a great delivery, nice little modulation in it, blah, blah, blah. And great beat. We've actually played it as an intro to, to some of our shows before, but if you, if you just want to start off with a good, good upbeat number you start, you start out with something like one step beyond or if you want to hear the range of the band you listen to something like my girl you know but that that first record there's just nothing bad on it so uh, anyway so i i just i've been thinking about you know for the last couple you know because i know it's it, it's really easy to hate songs and it's hate, easy to say fuck those guys and that's a shit song blah blah, blah. um but I'd also like to to maybe add something to 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 where we take one of our more obscure numbers and just say, "Here's one that you might yeah. not know." You know? Yeah, absolutely. We could res- rescue at least one song a person every week. It'd be yeah. kind of cool. Or well, let's create an album, a whole album that'll make yeah. up all the songs that we killed. So, what's the, what's the name of that record? Is it just called Madness? Yeah. Okay. Chad, you got a record? Yeah. I, um, this was actually a song I was going to mentioned a single song but i'll mention the whole album and i haven't it's been a while since i've listened to the whole record but it is good uh brendan benson and it's an album called one mississippi you've heard that one yeah no i don't know if i've heard one, but i like i like brendan's voice yeah he's, yeah he's actually a really really great songwriter he's got one song i like called um i feel a whole lot better you know that song mm. Chad? i'm sure i've heard it i don't i can't recall oh it right now it's a fucking rocker dude and it's yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Anyway, there, there's one that my favorite song in this record, which it, it really is great from start to finish. But the one that really stuck with me is is a uh, kind of a ska feel song called "Got No Secrets," and it's uh, you know, there's no uh, say ska. It's just the the beat, sort of this upstroke beat, but it's not. There's no horns on it or anything. But it's this is really catchy as hell, and there's a little bit of a Beatles kind of feel to it. Um, it's it's really good, but. Really, really great band on that record too. The drummer—I don't know who the drummer is—but he's just off the charts good. Nice. Um, Looking at the record, so right that's here. really the only Brendan Benson stuff I know. That's the only album of his I know. I know he went on to do some stuff with Jack White, 
Uh, he was in that band called band the Raconteur, that Raconteurs band. That Jack White, yeah. yeah, he was in that band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see what record that song yeah. is on. Um, if I had to pick a record to put people to check out, I would say if you can find it, uh, it's kind of hard to find. It's a band called the Bottle Rockets out of uh, out of Festus, Missouri, just outside St. Louis. Kind of an alt alt country band, I guess, or an Americana band. And um, I got turned on to them by a song called Thousand Dollar Car. And um, the record is called The Brooklyn Side. And uh, it's just great, just great rock and roll, American rock and roll. Uh, four guys from from Missouri and uh, been able to see them uh, a couple times in concert. They used to come through Austin a whole bunch. And now they've actually retired. They actually said, we're done. We're done playing music. But um, just good. I mean, all their stuff is pretty good. They did a whole Doug Somm tribute record and everything else like that. But Bottle Rockets, Brooklyn Side. Go check it out. Excellent. All right. Good. Then good, we can good. link to all these records, all these records, Chad, or something like that. Definitely will. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Definitely will. Well, we do. We do have to skedaddle because you got some packing to do, and we got some. Uh, I got to pack. I got to some, pack my fudge. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, just and so, so hopefully we'll see you all on Saturday at, in the Heights, three o'clock. Yep. No cover. And uh, yeah, we're 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 looking forward to seeing you all on the road too. If you uh, if you be so kind as to sign up on our mailing list, and maybe if you know somebody in some of these places we're going, you could let them know we're coming because we're going to be uh, really looking forward to uh, playing to a, a lot lot of new faces. So, but again, thanks for yes, thanks sir. for tuning in, and lovely to see everybody. Indeed, thank you, y'all, and play and go play some Ronnie Lane Theo. Rocket, <laughs> R.I.P. in the. All right. In the what? What'd you say, Patrick? In the dark. I said, play, play some ah. deal in the dark. Right. <laughs>